Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster, kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder, too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends, and she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one, and the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kids' imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th, and we are totally going, so check it out. and welcome to another episode of the Kids Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Now for some shout-outs. Joel Eisenhart shared a scene he made from Legos featuring Tatiana in a tree. Very creative, Joel. I think if you were a character from the stories, you'd be a gloop ninja who can transform into a liquid whenever you want. Thanks for listening, Joel. And Matilda shared a full-color drawing she made of Tatiana, and I loved it. Great stuff, Matilda. I think if you were a character in the stories, you'd have a bunch of mice that you taught magic, and you'd go on adventures with your team of little magic mice. Thanks for listening, Matilda. Today's episode is titled Too Much Magic, Part 3. Last time on the Kids Stories podcast, Liam and Owen met Renner, who agreed to help them get back home. Owen, Liam, and Renner leaned over Halva's kitchen table, sketching their plans out on a big piece of paper. The first thing we need to get is the obsidian bracelets, said Renner. For some reason, the warp stones don't work so well unless they're set in obsidian. You know, if it's obsidian you need, Element can produce it for you, said Liam. Your dragon? What do you mean, produce? asked Renner. Come on, I'll show you, said Liam. Everyone went back out to the barn where Halva was working. Element and Kylo were curled up with each other on a pile of hay, looking quite comfortable. You know how dragons sometimes breathe fire or ice? Liam asked Renner. Uh, well, dragons don't exist around here, but I've heard the stories, yeah, said Renner. Well, Element here can produce elements and some combinations of elements at will. Watch, said Liam. He approached his sleeping dragon and whispered in her ear. The dragon stretched stood up and reared her head back like she was ready to blow flames out of her nostrils. Instead of fire, Element coughed up a few pieces of shiny black stone. Liam picked them up and tried handing them to Renner, saying, See? Obsidian. Renner leaned back in disgust. Oh, I don't want those barfrocks, said Renner. They're not barfrocks, they're... Well, I guess they are kind of barf rocks, but they're also obsidian, okay? Just what we need, said Liam. Renner grabbed a pair of work gloves hanging off the barn wall. They took the stones from Liam and looked them over closely. These aren't obsidian, 
said Renner. They're kind of like it, but, but not really. Obsidian is a deep, shiny black with, with bright specks of white all throughout. This doesn't have any specks. It's our obsidian, not yours, realized Owen. Element can make anything from our world, but she doesn't know about the elements on this world. It's similar, but I guess different enough to be something else entirely. Well, these barf stones could still be useful, said Renner. We could carve bracelets out of this barfsidian and replace the ones we steal. Liam sighed. All right, then. Back to the drawing board. They all returned to Halva's kitchen, and Renner continued. They drew a basic castle map on a large piece of paper. All right, this is Mondo's castle, said Renner, pointing to the map. He lives in this part, and the rest of it is like a, like a huge jewelry store. There's a 20-foot wall around the whole thing and guards all over the place. So we can't just break in, observed Liam. And if we can't break in, we need to infiltrate, said Owen. Right, agreed Liam. We pretend to be super-rich jewelry buyers and find the real obsidian bracelets. We steal the real ones, replace them with the barf ones, I, I mean the fake ones, and get out of there. That's a perfect plan, said Renner. If you walk in there dressed up all bougie and with Kylo and Element, people will think you're some exotic princess from a faraway land. Well, what's your role in all this? asked Owen. I'm going to be stationed here in the forest, outside the castle walls with three of the fastest horses I can find, said Renner. And I'm going to have fresh horses stationed a few miles away so we can make sure to get ahead of any guards that might come after us. The three agreed to the plan and went about preparing. Renner carved the Barfsidian into three decoy bracelets and then went to find some horses. Liam and Owen visited the town of Rosewood and purchased the most expensive-looking clothes they could find. Dark purple robes with gold trim and shoes made of shiny silver fabric. They even found expensive silk scarfs to drape over Kylo and Element. The two brothers looked like royalty. Mondo the jeweler's castle was situated within a massive forest. Liam and Owen walked the long road to the main gate. Kylo and Element, adorned with fancy ribbons, walked on either side of them. As they approached the main gate, the guards noticed the boys and their pets. No one in this land had ever seen a two-headed dragon, even a smaller human-sized one like Element. And they had never seen a blue-and-white cheetah like Kylo either. As they reached the gate, a guard stepped forward and asked, State your business, please. We're here to buy, said Liam, without making eye contact with the guard. And what of your creatures? asked the guard. And what of them? Are they not welcome here? Are they not welcome here? Shall we turn and take our money elsewhere? Are you trying to... Liam began arguing with the guard the same way he figured haughty royalty did. The guard interrupted him. No, sir. No, sir. Not at all. Please, please, go, go right in. The brothers continued their walk into the castle walls. They went through an expertly manicured garden, featuring the most beautiful and fragrant flowers, bushes trimmed in the shape of animals, and sculptures carved from colored stone. Wow, this place is amazing, Owen whispered to Liam. Yeah, and we haven't even gotten inside, Liam whispered back. The inside was even more amazing. 
The most elegant and shiny jewelry hung from the wrists and necks of statues placed all around the castle. Tables full of food and drinks welcomed the shoppers. Butlers and maids and assistants all stood ready to attend to any need of the wealthy shoppers. After browsing for a bit, a huge person approached Liam and Owen. Welcome to my castle. I am Mondo, the jeweler. Ah, uh, yes, Mondo, said Liam, trying his best to sound unimpressed, even though Mondo was absolutely huge, the size of four grown people, and adorned in the most expensive clothes and enough jewelry to choke an elephant. Your collection is pedestrian. We traveled thousands of miles, interjected Owen. We expected more. And more I have, said Mondo. These items here on the main floor are splendid, but perhaps a bit too beneath your tastes. I have rarer and more elusive items in my personal safes. Mondo gestured for the boys to follow him, and they did. They were led down wide, lavishly decorated hallways, with guards stationed at various spots along the way. I must ask you about your pets, said Mondo as they walked. Such exotic creatures I never knew existed. Are they for sale? I would pay handsomely. They're not for sale, said Liam. <laughs> we'll see, said Mondo. As they say, everything has a price. Mondo led the way into a massive walk-in vault. The door to the safe was already open and there were guards stationed nearby. This vault contained tables full of jewels and precious metals. Long, clear crystals as big as squirrels, huge, round rubies as big as a person's head, and gaudy jewelry worth more than most people's homes. Apparently, Liam and Owen were not able to contain their surprise, and Mondo said, I can see you're impressed with my collection. I'll leave you to look around. With a nod, Mondo left the boys and their pets in the vault. The brothers saw the bracelets on the other side of the room. Deep black in color, but with white specks, bright enough to make one think there was a light bulb inside. They made their way over to the bracelets slowly, so it wasn't obvious that was their target. They reached the obsidian bracelets, and the guards watched as Liam carefully lifted one off the display to examine it more closely. Owen looked down to Kylo and winked. On cue, Kylo playfully bounced over to Element, bent down, and bit into the tough scales of the two-headed dragon's tail. The ice cheetah's cold, sharp teeth barely pierced the dragon's hard scales, but it was enough to give her a start. One of the dragon's spiked heads whipped around to snap at the cheetah, who positioned his body to avoid the snapping jaws. Element then began whipping her tail around wildly, and Kylo's strong jaws held on tight. Owen and Liam knew this was how their pets liked to play. In fact, they had rehearsed fighting on cue at Halva's as a way to distract the guards. But the guards thought the animals were actually fighting, and they scattered from their posts and tried to contain the wild animals. As the two pets wrestled and bit each other, they knocked down so many tables and displays and statues and mannequins in the room, jewelry and gemstones and rare sculptures all clattered to the floor. 
It was mayhem there in the walk-in safe. A perfect opportunity to steal some bracelets. Owen began yelling at the animals. He grabbed them and struggled to separate them, putting on a show for the guards to make it seem like the animals were truly out of their control. Liam carefully lifted all three obsidian bracelets from the display with one hand and with a swipe of his other hand replaced them with the decoy bracelets they made earlier. Liam then approached the fighting pets, yelling, Release! At this command, the two animals stopped fighting and stood panting calmly. The guards shifted their attention to the scattered merchandise and began putting everything back in its rightful place. Some attendants, hearing the commotion, came running into the vault as well. What happened here? Is everything all right? they asked. We're fine, said Owen. Terribly sorry about the mess, really. Something must have spooked our pets and they went a little crazy. We'll get out of your way now and let you clean things up. The boys and their pets left the vault and calmly exited the castle. They made sure to play it cool, so with any luck, they could casually stroll out of the castle before anyone noticed the bracelets had been stolen. Unfortunately, the boys had no such luck today. One of the attendants, while cleaning up the incredible mess in the vault, noticed that the obsidian bracelets looked different. Without the bright, starry specks, it was clear to the trained eye that these were not obsidian at all. The attendant hollered to the guards, It was all a ruse! They, they stole the bracelets! The guards rushed out of the vault, yelling as they pursued the brothers. Liam and Owen were busy playing it cool, until they heard the guards yelling behind them. Then they stopped playing it cool and ran for their lives. By this point, they were in the castle courtyard, outside of the castle, but still within the castle walls. As they set into a sprint, the guards up at the main gate took notice. The huge metal gate began closing, and the guards positioned themselves in the middle of the path, holding their long spears out tightly. The booming voice of Mondo rang out behind them. Stop them! Owen turned and looked back to see Mondo towering above a large group of guards all rushing after them. As they ran, Liam reached into one of his many pockets and got a handful of light blue powder. As they neared the guards in front of them, Liam tossed the powder and the guards froze in place. They grunted in frustration as their bodies went stiff. Liam, Owen, and Kylo and Element rushed right past the frozen guards and made a beeline for the forest. A little ways into the forest, Liam and Owen saw Renner sitting atop a horse with two other horses nearby. Hop on, Renner yelled. The brothers each leaped up onto a waiting horse and they all took off away from the castle. Mondo and his guards did not give up so easily. They mounted their own horses and gave chase. Fortunately, Renner had stashed another set of horses miles away just outside a small town, so they were able to leave their tired, thirsty horses and mount three fresh horses to continue their getaway. Kylo and Element were used to the travel and had no trouble keeping up. After nearly a day of riding, leading Mondo and his guards all over the land, they ended up back at Halva's farm. Mondo and his guards were either lost or had given up chasing them by now. Mondo would no doubt continue his pursuit of the thieves. He was powerful and resourceful, and it was extremely rare for someone to steal from him and get away with it. 
but for now, they were safe. The pets returned to the barn for dinner and some sleep. Owen, Liam, and Renner returned to Halva's kitchen to plan their next heist. The end. Thanks for listening, friends. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings and things to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Find hours and hours of exclusive stories at patreon.com forward slash kidstoriespodcast. <gasps> Adios.